you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. Last night, uh, I got to tell you, look, Deshaun Watson. I said he'd be better this year. Um, as we talk about what happened last night, Monday Night Football, he's not. Um, he doesn't look no. like he's comfortable at all, Jason. And at the end of this game, no. you know, they were talking about, you know, the last time he had a winning drive was 2019 because obviously he hadn't played 2020, 2021. And I'm like, I remember that Deshaun Watson. This guy, I don't know who this is. No. No, no that other guy's not coming back. That other guy's dead. Um, look, for two teams that I kind of felt like I got into a lot of discussions about this offseason, whether it was with somebody on a radio show that I was calling into, or whether it was somebody calling my radio show, or whether it was me doing a bunch of different gambling stuff I do at CBS Sports Line or whatever, and getting into it with a host or another analyst there. I didn't buy the Browns and I didn't buy the Jets, and I primarily didn't do it because I didn't buy either quarterback as being anything close to the difference maker that they were being um, trumped up to be. Uh, what does he do well? I mean, this isn't the first game back from all the time away anymore. You know, the, the, he's had a full offseason. He got all the offseason work last year. I mean, that's the part nobody even talked about. Like, oh, he was suspended. He wasn't suspended from the building the whole offseason. He was around. It was all about him. Um, I don't see it physically. I don't see it mentally. There's nothing about him. When you watch him on the sideline, you watch him during a game that connotes that this guy is their leader, that he believes in himself, that they believe in him. Um, and now he's he's lost his security blanket and Nick Chubb for this year. And I, I don't know that those two ever play a football game together again. In fact, I would bet the under on that proposition um he's a liability and and and, and anyone who displayed the kind of decision making that he displayed off the field coming back onto the field now with a record contract tied to him i i just don't know what behavioral scientist would have studied this for the browns and said yeah go do that now nobody did because they you know it was all problem. It was all BS. The way Haslam talked about the research and blah, blah, blah. There's no way you could have got anybody to spend five hours with that young man and come away and say, yeah, I think that's a solid investment. With the kind of state of denial he was in, with the mindset that he was in, you know, I, I just didn't see that. And then it's the Browns, so it's and it's the Jets. So the odds of it working are infinitesimally small, especially when the owners – are this intimately involved. Um, the penalties now, it's been two weeks in a row. He pushed an official. Like, that could have been it. Like, he could have been tossed right then and there. Yeah. If he's a backup safety, he probably is. <laughs> I mean, my biggest surprise is he didn't throw a second-half touchdown because I reloaded on that bet in real time. I, I, You know, I hit it for plus money five seconds into that game, and I doubled down on it because I just figured – that he's gonna, he's he's it, it, it's bound to happen. You know, I, I don't. He's got plenty of weapons. He's got an offensive line that was great coming into the season. That even with injuries, still, you know, should should be decent enough. 
And now it's all on him, and I don't think that's going to make things better. I think it's going to make things worse. Um, I'm, I'm not buying anything about the Cleveland Browns offense. And I think, you know, people talking about Jim Schwartz, like he's going to have to be um, – he's going to have to, 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 to walk on water to make that defense good enough to go where they thought they could go in that division and in that conference. Yeah. Steelers last night, High Smith pick six. You had uh, TJ Watt with the scoop and score. I mean, just, you know, they made plays when they needed to. And we've talked about the Steelers. We're both on them. We both like them. Uh, Week one, they got kicked in the teeth. Get it. But last night when they needed to get it done, I thought that, uh, you know, that was a big performance by the defense. Chubb, the injury to Chubb, man. um, So no Nick Chubb since his days at Georgia. He's a Georgia boy. Um, and one of the kindest individuals you'll ever meet. I hated to see him be injured. You know, I, I hate injuries, period. But to see a star and an all-pro like that go down, uh, they're not saying exactly what the injury is, but they're saying significant knee injury. He had this happen in college. They were playing at – Georgia was playing at Tennessee, and he he blew out his knee wondering if he'd come back. He did. He came back stronger than ever, made his way to the league. So we're wishing nothing but the best for Nick Chubb. But you're right. This changes the entire game because if you thought he was the best running back in the game right now, take that equation out, and Deshaun Watson now has to do more. I I don't know where they go uh, right now with this offense because it looked lackluster last night. It did not look like anything that was going to be able to keep up with the best offenses in the league, at least early on. And I got to say, I know Deshaun Watson, as much as I talked about him in the offseason, Jason, I don't think he's going to get back to that guy. I don't know what's missing. Is it mental? You said it. Is it? It's not physical. He's got the physical tools. So I think mentally he's still in his head a little bit about whatever. And I don't know what that is. Again, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not even going to go there. But I don't think I've seen the the Deshaun Watson that we were all wild by a few years ago with the Houston Texans. And we went, that guy's a top five quarterback. He's not shown that. He's there because of money. He's there. Um, It it was a marriage of, of sort of convenience. It was the brainchild of an owner who's been a bobo and a fool for most of his regime there. It's just the fact. You 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 find me five to six things that Jimmy Haslam has done successfully. He's been there a long time. I'd like to see your list of five to six things that you think makes Jimmy Haslam a good owner. Um, he wanted no part of the city. He wanted no part of the team. He wanted no part of the geography. He wanted no part of that division until they threw enough money at him. And they structured the contract in a way that no matter how long he was suspended, right, he was still going to get his entire back. I mean, they, they yep. made the decision for him, right? And then he went there and he thinks it might be one thing with Chubb and blah, 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 and it's something else. He steps in and the offense goes from scoring about 23.9 per game with Jacoby Brissett to not even 13 a game with him, right? And then he's got a whole offseason to try to make that better. And he's come out through two weeks and, and some. Now, given the additional time he added that up, I think he actually was worse than last year, where he stepped into the middle of the season with a team that defense was the problem. Offense was pretty good, and then he made the offense worse. Like, this is even crazier because now the defense is legitimate, right? And he still can't even do his part enough. <laughs> That's right. To just not be a double agent, right? It's the two touchdowns he gave away. It's it's the, the two face mask penalties. It's horrible ball placement, right? It, it's missing people in the open field. The only thing he looks 
comfortable doing sometimes is running with the ball. And even late in the game, you're watching him where he, you know, you know they're coming after him. You know he's probably not completing a deep pass. And he's trying to, you know, navigate outside the pocket. And you're seeing him brought down for a three-yard gain or a loss. You know, those are plays in the past where he's moving the sticks with his legs. So he doesn't look like he's got a go-to guy. You know what I mean? No. Like he doesn't nope. look like, like you saw Jacoby Brissett in play action bombs away to Amari Cooper all the time. You know what I mean? This guy yeah. hits Amari Cooper once a month. Like I don't know who his go-to guy is. I don't know what he really likes to do. I don't think Kevin Stefanski wanted anything to do with this. He came down from the owner. Now his job's on the line to try to fix it on the fly and fix it without a right tackle and fix it without Chubb. You know, like yeah. Good luck.